0: I know some people have a gift of interpreting dreams, but what I'm sharing today, anyone can apply and get dream interpretations from God. My name is Felicia Goings, and I want to welcome you back to WordCast, where I get to bring you one positive word each week to help you win every day. Our word focus for this week is dreams, like the kind that you have after you lay down and go to sleep. Our anchor scripture for this week is Genesis chapter 40, verse 8, which teaches us that dream interpretations belong to God, and he is able to give us the understanding we need from our dream. In yesterday's episode, we stopped at me sharing that I went to lunch with a psychic. Now, I'm going to finish telling you all about the understanding that I got out of that experience that applies to dreams. But first, I want to jump right into how to interpret your dreams from a biblical perspective. If you haven't already listened to yesterday's episode, it is vital that you listen to it before tuning into this one so that you can get the full understanding of what I'm sharing from the Lord. All right, let's go, y'all. When you study the word, you can find at least three purposes of dreams that come from God. Now, I'm not saying at all that these three purposes are the only reasons that scriptures show that God will give someone a dream. So you may study the word on your own after this episode and find more. But for today, I just want us to look at the ones Holy Spirit gave me to highlight for WordCast. You may wanna take notes on this episode or listen to it a few times. I'm sharing with you in a week what God spent years of my life unfolding for me. And I am so excited that I get to do that because I believe this information is going to be super helpful and impactful in your life if you apply it. Now, for some of you who've already studied dreams from a particular source, don't take somebody's dream book as a guide to see if what I'm saying is right. Search the Bible and ask Holy Spirit about what I'm sharing this week. The Bible is my dream book. God told me, stop Googling the meaning of dreams and ending up on websites with interpretations from psychics and others who are online leading people astray. Now, I know some people have a gift of interpreting dreams, like I said at the top of this episode, but what I am about to share with you today, anyone can apply and get their dream interpretations from God. Everything I'm about to tell you can be found in God's word and much of it. Some of you may already know but keep listening for anything new that you can gain. To interpret your dreams from a biblical perspective, it's important to first understand the purpose behind God giving you a dream. Now, notice I said God giving you a dream. Not all dreams are from God, as we discussed in the last episode. But before we focus on how to identify the ones that are not from God, let's look at those that are. Here are three purposes found in the word of God if a dream is from God. Number one, sometimes God will give you a dream to warn you. Job chapter 13, first of all, let me say this. I say this on WordCast a lot, but I need to reiterate. Anything that someone says is from God or of God, it needs to line up with the word. So when I tell y'all, don't be checking behind these books. This is written by people who don't even know the Lord. Check the Bible. You can get dream interpretations from the word of God. You don't need to go outside of Christ to understand spiritual things. I told y'all in the last episode, and I'm saying this for a reason. Somebody is tuned in right now. And so I'm stopping right now to say this for a reason. Everything that is spiritual Is not God. And you can get over into the spirit realm and learn some things, but you can only get over into God's spirit realm through Jesus Christ. So if it ain't lining up with the word, you need to toss it out or question it if you're trying to walk the path that the Lord God has told us to walk as children of God in this life and not be deceived by the enemy. Okay, so now (laughs) I've gotten that off my chest. Let's go. Number one, sometimes God will give you a dream to warn you. Job chapter 33, verse 15 through 18 in the Amplified Bible says, One may hear God's voice in a dream, in a vision of the night, when deep sleep falls on men while slumbering upon the bed. Then he opens the ears of men and seals their instruction terrifying them with warnings that he may withdraw man from his purpose and cut off pride from him disgusting him with his own disappointing self-sufficiency. God holds him back from the pit of destruction and his life from perishing by the sword of God's destructive judgment. This scripture is saying that God will warn us if we are going in a wrong direction about to lose something or cause destruction in our life because we're doing wrong or we're and pride. He can give us a warning dream so that we might see the error in a thing and wake up, repent, and go in a better direction. So number one, sometimes God will give you a dream to warn you. Very simply put, we call those dreams warning dreams. Number two, God may give you a dream with specific instructions for life. In Matthew chapter one, Joseph is engaged to be married to Mary. Then he finds out that Mary is pregnant and he knows that it's not by him. And in verse 19, Joseph decides to divorce Mary quietly and not go through with their marriage. Verse 20, the word says, but as he, Joseph was thinking it over, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream saying, Joseph, descendant of David, do not be afraid to take Mary as your wife for that which is conceived in her is of the Holy Spirit. God is using this dream to instruct Joseph to go ahead and marry Mary because she really is pregnant by God and not some other man. So number two, God may give you a dream with specific instructions for life and we call those instruction dreams from God number 3 god can give you a dream to reveal what is hidden or unseen in genesis chapter 20 abraham and sarah were traveling across country and they came to this particular land and abraham lied and told the king of that land that sarah was his sister because he didn't want the men of the kingdom to kill him in order to take sarah as the king's wife because sarah was really beautiful to look at and that kind of thing is not far fetched in the bible king david had a man killed so he could take his wife so it was no known that kings would do stuff like that but they would welcome the relatives with open arms of a particular woman. So he was like no Sarah I need you to say I'm your brother so these men don't try to kill me. So in Genesis chapter 20 verse 2 Abraham said of Sarah she is my sister and Abimelech king of Gerar sent and took Sarah into his harem. Verse number three, but God came to Abimelech in a dream by night and said, behold, you are a dead man because of the woman whom you have taken as your own. She is a man's wife. So in this scripture, God reveals to the king that Sarah is not Abraham's sister. She's his wife. And if you touch her, king, you will be a dead man. God not playing no games out here. Now we see this is a dream that God uses to reveal a hidden thing, but he also warned King Abimelech in this dream. Now thankfully King Abimelech hadn't slept with Sarah at this point and based on his dream from God, he never did. So number three, God can give you a dream to reveal what is hidden or unseen. That's what we call a revealing dream from God. And as you can see in the case of Ambimelech, it can be a matter of life and death. Okay, right now, let's deal with those dreams that involve death or tragedy that hasn't happened, but you see it in a dream. But some people get perplexed and they don't understand why if God is good, why would I see my loved one dying in a dream? Now I'm talking about something that hasn't happened, but God showed it to you in a dream. Now, if you're lacking in knowledge, You won't interpret those dreams accurately. So you might wake up thinking God just preparing me for what's about to happen And you get sad and you start planning so that you won't be so caught off guard. That is a wrong Interpretation of death dreams if you see death in a dream of a loved one or yourself or whatever Sometimes God is warning you if you don't change course if you don't uh, Repent turn do XYZ like he told him the consequence of whatever is being done or not done could lead to death That is him warning you to stop it from happening but other times he's revealing a plan and an attack of the enemy so years ago Holy Spirit gave me this prayer I'm going to share it with you and I say it in my daily declarations personally I'll say it sometimes at night before I go to bed and it's God reveal the plans and attacks of the enemy to me then give me the wisdom on what to say or do to disrupt those plans and attacks causing them to be made null void and completely ineffective y'all I say that prayer quite often and when I tell you for years premature death amongst my loved ones amongst my friendship circles so many different instances even with people that I did not know personally has been curved because God was able to reveal to me in advance what Satan had planned to do and then give me what to release out of my mouth to disrupt that stuff in the spirit let me give you a real life example December 11 2019 I had a dream where I saw one of my loved ones was gonna die prematurely in a car accident God woke me up at exactly 5 a.m in the morning now at this time I knew God had already taught me that anytime I See a tragedy or death in a dream that hasn't happened, and I'm disturbed. And it's premature death. It is God revealing the plans and attacks of the enemy to me, so I can disrupt them, not to prepare me for a tragedy to happen. So I'm up at 5 a.m. walking around my living room, releasing my authority out of my mouth. You foul, unclean spirit. You spirit of death. I bind you in Jesus' name. You will not cause an accident in so and so's life. I rebuke you, devil. I'm saying all this stuff. I'm not praying, saying, "Oh God, please." Jesus. Jesus, don't take them. No, I'm binding that demon spirit. I said, you demon spirit, you have been found out. I spoke to the spirit. I said, now you abort your mission right now. You abandon your post to take this person's life. I don't allow it in Jesus name. At this time in my life, I was contracting doing some business work in a different part of the city. So I drive out to this different part of the city. I'm doing what I'm doing. That evening, I'm driving back home. I'm going through a green light. Somebody hits me, T-bones me, and totals my car with me in it. Y'all, when I looked at the accident report that the police wrote up, the accident happened at exactly 5 p.m. God had me up at 5 a.m. When I tell you I didn't have a scratch on me, when I tell you that that angel stood in between me and that other car and God spoke to me at 5 a.m. and said the enemy had death planned for my loved one that day and he gave me the prayer on how to stop it and disrupt it and somebody would say, but you still had the accident. No, 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 no. What you don't understand is we stopped the life from being taken the enemy's plan and attack was ineffective his plan was death not just an accident i'm still here and my loved one is still here and satan don't have the authority to take the life of no child of god unless he is permitted to and i don't allow it so if you have a dream about death don't sit there don't wake up and be puzzled speak to that thing disrupt the plan and attack of the enemy now i'll even tell you this god gave me strong revelation knowledge as to why the accident even took place Now, nobody's life was lost. That's what I was penetrating in prayer. That's what I was penetrating when I was releasing my authority. But there was even a way where the accident could have been curved. And I'll tell you guys about that in another episode if the Lord permits me to talk about that. But it's not relevant for right now. So what we're talking about could be a matter of life and death. Number three, God can and will give us dreams to reveal things that are hidden or unknown or unseen to our natural eye or mind. Now, let me ask you for grace in advance. I'm gonna run over time some in this episode because I don't wanna leave any of the content out for today and then we'll pick up strong tomorrow coming at this thing from a different angle. And as I said before, these three purposes of dreams from God are not the only three purposes outlined in the word, but they are the three the Holy Spirit gave me to highlight this week for WordCast. So number one, God will give us a dream to warn us. Number two, God can give us a dream to instruct us. Number three, God can give us a dream to reveal hidden things to us now the nature of the dream does not always indicate who the dream is from so you can't say oh i had a warning dream this must be from god because the enemy aims to mimic and pattern himself as god and this is where some people get tripped up when it comes to dreams Second Corinthians chapter 11, verse 14 says, Satan himself masquerades as an angel of light. So when Satan tries to give someone a dream, it's for a reason. And depending on who he's targeting, he'll aim to mask the dream and cause you to think that it's from God. Now what this means is that dreams from Satan won't always look like a nightmare on the surface and that's how some people get led astray. The defeated one will aim to get you to think that it's a dream from God to warn you, instruct you in something or reveal something to you. But behind the mask, in the area of discernment, let's review what dreams that are not from God are really aiming to do. Number one, a dream not from God could be sent to subtly influence you to do the wrong thing or go the wrong way. Genesis chapter three, verse one in the Amplified Bible says, now the serpent was more subtle and crafty than any living creature of the field, which the Lord God had made. And he, Satan, said to the woman, can it really be that God has said you shall not eat from the tree of the garden? And the woman said to the serpent, we may eat of the fruit of the trees of the garden, except the fruit from the tree, which is in the middle of the garden. God has said you shall not eat of it, neither shall you touch it lest you die. Verse four, but the serpent said to the woman, you shall not surely die. Verse 5, for God knows that in the the day that you eat, your eyes will be open and you will be like God, knowing the difference between good and evil and blessing and calamity. Now Eve wasn't asleep when the serpent was talking to her, but I'm bringing this scripture up because I'm showing you the nature of how the enemy works. It was not uncustomary for a snake to be outside in a garden where they were. If you are a person, you believe that God speaks through dreams. If you're really heavily into that, don't be surprised if the enemy tries to roll up on you and in that particular environment, because he knows your faith is already extended. You're looking for God to come in that area, especially if you a person who you you don't really trust in the word to speak to you, or you say, "Man, I don't really hear God." So you super dependent on dreams. I'ma tell you right now, it is not the will of God for you to be solely dependent on dreams to lead you and guide you through life. You gotta be led by the word of God and Holy Spirit. And it's okay if we're all at different levels, but that means you're gonna have to read your Bible, peeps you got to read your bible. So you don't you don't uh, stop at this lower level of God only being able to speak to you through a dream. He wants to guide you through your spirit. And dreams are a wonderful way that he will guide you, but I'm telling you, if you limit God to only speaking to you through a dream, the enemy will try to show up in that space to influence you and lead you astray. So what's a remedy for this? Pray this over yourself right now and believe it. Say, God, I repent for every time I have limited you in the way you wanted to communicate to me. I am your sheep. I hear your voice every time you speak to me, no matter how you choose to speak to me in jesus name amen it's that simple you guys god loves us that prayer just worked for you if you believe what you just prayed, keep believing it so number one a dream not from god could be sent to influence you to do the wrong thing in a subtle way We call those crafty dreams from Satan. Number two, a dream not from God could be sent to misinform you by bringing you wrong information. In Matthew chapter four, verse six, the word of God says, and he, Satan, said to Jesus, if you are the son of God, throw yourself down for it is written. He will give his angels charge over you and they will bear you up on their hands. lest you strike your foot against a stone. Y'all, this thing done quoted Psalm 91 out of context to Jesus, trying to use the word of God to tell Jesus what God will do. And he's doing it so that Jesus will take that scripture out of context and commit suicide. Y'all, John chapter 8 verse 44 says, Satan was a murderer from the beginning and does not stand in the truth because there is no truth in him. When he speaks a falsehood he speaks what is natural to him for he is a liar himself and the father of lies and all that is false. Now Jesus wouldn't sleep he was out in the wilderness when the enemy came to him with this stuff trying to get him to throw himself off a cliff using the word of God. So when you have a dream that communicates something to you as truth that's not in alignment with the word of God or not in alignment with the promise of God for your life from the word or that he spoke to you directly you know that you are dealing with an enemy and we call these kind of dreams lying dreams. And lastly a dream not from God could be sent to distract or confuse you about what God said or what he's doing in your life. Very simply put, if you have a dream and you wake up and you don't have any peace about it, but just kind of sort of think it might be from God, you go to Holy Spirit. You say, Holy Spirit of truth, reveal to me the spirit behind this dream. Is this dream from you? and then you listen in your spirit you get quiet and you may hear him say yes you may hear him say no or you may say is this dream from you and he may give you peace yes the dream is from him you'll just have peace but maybe you don't hear yes or no in your spirit i'm telling you right now those dreams that look like a circus it's a whole bunch of different stuff going on some of the stuff is disfigured and it looks weird some of that stuff you just have to put it on a shelf i went through years of my life every time i wake up boom i have my interpretation the dream was clear I didn't have to decode it or nothing but for the last few years of my life I found myself having certain dreams and I'm like what does this mean this is weird and I would be so perplexed and also my peace would be disrupted and it would cause me to maybe like question some things I thought God had said and that's when Holy Spirit gave me wisdom that sometimes the enemy will try to send a dream just to distract or confuse you so you're going throughout the day not focused on what you're supposed to be focused on you're disturbed by this dream You're spending three four hours trying to figure out what it means and after the three four hours You still don't know what it means put that thing on the shelf God is not making it hard if God wants to communicate with you through a dream Why would he give you the dream then make it hard for you to understand that is not God and sometimes our flesh can get in the way And we're not listening in our spirit. Well, all you have to do is do you have a check mark of peace? Does your spirit have peace about it? It's okay to put it on a shelf say God if this dream is from you I'm going to place this before you. I ask that you give me wisdom and understanding of this dream and you go on about your life. You continue to move in purpose. You say, God, if this dream isn't from you, cause me to forget it. See, some people say, oh, I remember the dreams when they from God. That is very true. Some people, when they have a dream that's from the Lord, they always remember it. Well, you have other people, they have such vivid minds and vivid imaginations that sometimes they remember dreams that even weren't from God. And it can really, really cause confusion on the inside of them. Confusion is a distraction. So number three, a dream not from God could be sent to distract or confuse. And we call these distracting dreams not from God. But if you're ever unsure about a dream, Place it before the Lord. Ask God, hey, is this you? Listen in your spirit. Do you have peace about it or do you not have peace about it? If you so perplexed, put that thing on the shelf until God brings clarity. Now, I'll stop there for now with the different purposes and types of dreams. And we'll pick up strong tomorrow in that vein. But before we go into our decrees, I'll cut the key takeaways um, just for the sake of time. Before we go into our decrees, let me finish telling you about my lunch with the psychic. So this is a woman that people pay to understand the future. This is a woman that someone could pay and ask for an interpretation of their dreams. The key thing that I want to say here is I went to lunch with this woman but I had a scripture covering me so that she would not be able to read me or get things in the spirit and I'm telling you that as a believer because I did not deny that there was some power in operation in her life but I knew the power operating in me was stronger than the power operating in her but I still didn't go into the situation ignorant. I'm Share this scripture with you so you can cover yourself because sometimes when you have dreams and you're hungry for understanding and interpretation, the enemy will present somebody in your life. You'll think, oh, this is a person of God. They're a prophetess. They are a prophet. And you start asking them, can you interpret this? And there's nothing wrong with someone else interpreting the dream if the Lord sent them to do that. First John chapter 4, verse 4 says, Greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Verse 5, They are of the world, therefore they speak speak that of the world and the world hears them we are of God he that knoweth God hears us and he that is not of God hears us not hereby we know the spirit of truth and the spirit of error long story short I meet up for lunch at this restaurant with this lady only because God gave me leeway to. I wasn't gonna go but I got a chance to see this scripture in operation I, I don't have anything bad to say about her as a human being pleasant lady but I got the history of where she got her psychic abilities from and she told me that the women in her family had these psychic abilities all the way back to her grandmother and maybe even her great grandmother. Now, what she didn't understand was there is a spirit in operation generationally, a familiar spirit that will give her information about people. And I began to speak to her and tell her about how sometimes God will use people who have those clairvoyant abilities. He'll use them for the kingdom. But if they don't know anything about Jesus Christ, they out here working for the devil and don't even know it. So I plant some seeds during the lunch about what I believe and how, you know, I don't get into things like that. And the reason why I didn't condemn her. I just gave her the truth of of what I live by. So by the end of the lunch, she looked at me in this real peculiar way and she had this smirk on her face and she said, you should let me do a reading on you. Now, at this point, this is when a person like that will begin to tell you something that they see to bait you into doing the reading, whether you are a Christian or not. We're talking about whether a person is a psychic or whether a person's telling you they are a prophet. They'll look at you real peculiar and then that that spirit will raise up and start working on the inside of them. So after everything I said at that lunch with her, she couldn't receive it because just like 1 John chapter 4, uh, verse six tells us, we hereby know the spirit of truth and the spirit of error because when I speak of the spirit of God, person is able to hear and receive but when they are in a spirit of error and they're not trying to get out of that error they don't hear when the spirit of God is speaking the same way that children of God hear there's this uh like a mask over their ears a blindness over their eyes but they'll be quick to try to get you to open yourself up so they can speak into your life or see into your life and cause you to partake of a spirit that is not God and so if you have ever sought out a or things that were not of the Lord, repent. Repent for doing that. If you are having challenges hearing God since those experiences, or certain things aren't right in your life, when you open yourself up to things like that and you're trying to get interpretations of dreams or whatever, Satan tries to deposit something in your life to lead you astray from God and keep you from hearing his voice. Now, this lady looked at me and she said, You should let me do a reading on you. And paused for a little bit, and I paused, but she couldn't go no further. She couldn't go no further because I was so covered in the spirit that what was operating through her was not able to see. And I am telling you this to say, where your dreams are concerned, there is a way where you cover yourself in the spirit. You cover yourself with the word of God, where the enemy is not able to come into your dreams and show you things about your own life to lead you astray. There is a way where if you have a question about a dream interpretation, you don't allow yourself to receive that interpretation from just anybody. And I had some questions at that point of time in my life. And there was some things I had been seeking God about and I didn't have the answers for and directions and all that. But I wasn't about to let her tell me with them little demon spirits working through her. So I'm saying this to say, the enemy will make information available for you. The enemy will try to make a way. He'll seek and see who he can devour. But God has already made a way through Jesus Christ and that written word for you to get every interpretation you need of a God-given dream. And if the dream is not from God, if the questions are not from God, put them on the shelf. Do not allow the enemy to interpret things in your life and tell you meaning when God has already defined who you are what you are supposed to do and giving you revelation knowledge through the written word in Jesus Christ. Don't walk around perplexed by things that were meant to distract you. Don't walk around perplexed and seek out people and psychics and prophets and prophetess instead of going to God first to discern, is this dream even from you? And so God allowed me to go to lunch with the psychic. She was a nice lady. And you know, a part of it was testing. I know I have questions and I'm sitting with somebody who's telling me about how she helps all these people's lives and tell them all this stuff. To talk all you want to. I would rather stay unknowing of something with Jesus than be in the know with some stuff the devil done gave me. And it's the same way with dreams. It's better to stay unknowing of what a dream means, especially if it's not from God, than seek out some book, some person, or something on the internet that is not of a right spirit to get the interpretation. Don't be anxious for dream interpretations. Put them things before the feet of Jesus. He will tell you, James chapter one verse, verse, Verse five says, if any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God that gives to all liberally and upbraideth not, and it shall be given to you. Verse six, but ask in faith, nothing wavering. Y'all, I am telling you, if you take a dream that is from God to God and ask Him to give you the interpretation of it, He will easily give you the wisdom for it. But when dreams are not of God and it's hard to get the meaning, it's hard to get the understanding, and you laboring to get it, you need to check and see the source of that dream. The Father is not out here making it hard for us to understand what He is saying. That is the work of the enemy. Listen, I love you. I so apologize for going over time so much, but I felt it necessary for for this particular episode because I didn't want to leave anything out. So let's go ahead and, and depart with our decrees and win this day. Repeat after me and come back tomorrow and join me for more. I am God's beloved. He gives me sweet sleep and interprets the dreams I need. I am God's beloved. He gives me the wisdom I need in every area of my life plead the blood of Jesus over me. Body, soul, and spirit. I am God's beloved. He protects me while I sleep. I plead the blood of Jesus over the doorway of my dreams. I am God's beloved. And Holy Spirit guides me all this week. My name is Felicia Goins. Thank you so much for joining me on WordCast to kick off this week. We're here Monday through Friday every single week. Be sure to tune in for the rest of the episodes this week. You do not want to miss them. And remember, one positive word can change your life and cause you to win every day.